This is actually the last day in this liturgical year when I can wish you a Merry Christmas. So I will do it again. Merry Christmas. This feast day, February 2nd, is the last day of the liturgical arc that began on Christmas because this is 40 days after Christmas Day. And as the law of Moses declared, 40 days after the birth of a baby, that child was to be brought to the temple. So this feast day is the very last day of Christmas and a day on which we're invited to reflect on the promise of the incarnation. The bringing of candles into this holy space is a reminder that the light of Christ has come into the world. But that reminder comes with a question and a question that the season after Christmas poses for us. The light has come into the world, but are we ready to receive the light? Are we ready to shine the light? I just was away on a a silent retreat up in Pennsylvania at a Jesuit center, and the, the big house, the Jesuit house is on this big hill, and there are these rolling fields that kind of roll down to the to the town below, and right on the crest of the hill, there's a statue of Mary, and she's holding her baby, and she's looking out over this world, and this, this, you can see the road, and the cars, and the strip malls, and the stores, and the people rushing back and forth, and one day I was up there, and I thought of that line in the prologue of John, he came to what was his own, and his own people did not receive him. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, but the world did not know him. And I wondered how many of these people rushing back and forth know Christ, and are we ready, and are we willing to shine that light of Christ into the world? Are we ready to see the light as Simeon and Anna were? Simeon describes the coming of the light, the coming of the Christ child, as a being set free. He said, Lord, you have set me free. Are we ready to be free? Now, the names of this day can help us with this question and how to answer it. There's at least four different names for this day, and not one of them is Groundhog Day in the the church. So this day has been called the presentation of our Lord in the temple. It's been called the purification of St. Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's called the meeting of Simeon and Mary in the, in the Orthodox Church. And of course, it's called Candlemas. So all of these names point in different ways to the message of this day and to the answer to this question, are we ready to be free? Are we ready to see the light and to share the light with a world that does not know Christ? So Jesus is brought to the temple to be presented to the Lord and dedicated to the Lord's service because the law says the firstborn male should be dedicated to the Lord. And the practice of many families was they bring their child in to be presented and then they would essentially buy him back by paying some money to the temple, then he would come back into their family. But Samuel in the Old Testament, and now Jesus here, is not bought back. You'll notice there's no buying back. He stays and is dedicated to the Lord so that 12 years later when he comes back as a boy to the temple with his family and then the family goes home and they don't know where he is and they come back they find him in the temple and he says of course I'm here this is where I belong you brought me here you dedicated me to the Lord and now I'm here doing my father's business and so it is with us from our very baptism we are presented to God we are dedicated to the Lord's service and we who are here at VTS, 
would not want to be bought back from that service. We would want to be dedicated to it. And this intention from that moment on guides our very lives as Simeon was guided by the Holy Spirit throughout his life and eventually to come to the temple at that crucial moment. But then there's this other dimension of the feast day. So in addition to being presented to God, there's this idea of purification. So Joseph and Mary come to be purified. As the law says, 40 days after the birth of a baby, the mother has to be purified in the temple. And so when we come to present ourselves to God for God's service, we enter into a process of purification. The first thing that strikes me about Simeon and Anna in their story is how long they waited. Years and years and years they waited. Simeon was an old man and Anna had been there seven years after her marriage to the age of 84. So that's probably about 60 years or so she waited. And they wait and as they wait and they pray and they fast and Simeon listens to the Holy Spirit, all of the impurities that must have been in them as they're in all of us are slowly washed away, burned away, purged away. So the waiting time is this time of purification. And there must have been joy in the waiting, but also that process of purification can sometimes be painful. So Malachi talks about a refining fire, that the coming of the Lord is a refining fire. And these candles are light, but they're also flame. So those of us who want to be dedicated to God's service have to be willing to subject ourselves to that refining fire, which may burn away all the impurities that keep us from serving God with gladness and singleness of heart, whether it's vanity or envy or pride or self-loathing or despair or indifference or hardness of heart, all those things that can get in the way of our sharing the light of Christ in the world need to be burned away and purified. And of course it can hurt sometimes, but we have to keep coming back to that question, do we really want to share the light with the world? Do we really want to be free to serve Christ? And if the answer continues to be yes, then we go through that process of purification and is filled with grace. And the purpose of all of this we must not forget. The purpose is that as we purify ourselves and continue to present ourselves to God as a self-offering, we are readied so that when the moment comes, we can see the way that Simeon could see. Now, I don't know how he was able to see because there were probably other babies there and there were lots of other people going about their business who didn't know, notice the Christ child. And here he, he was being brought in by these poor people who didn't even have enough money to buy a sheep, so they had to buy the two pigeons. But somehow Simeon knew that that was the Messiah. His long waiting, his long purification had prepared him for that vision. He no longer saw as the world sees, but he saw as God sees. And for Anna, likewise, all those years of fasting and prayer had cleansed her heart so that when Christ was there, she immediately knew it was him and she responded with joy. And so for us, as we come into this holy place, bringing our light, offering ourselves to God, we ask to be purified and to have all of that impurity stripped away so that we can see, so that we can see the light, so that we can shine the light. 
And sometimes it can feel like we spend a long time waiting. Seminary can feel like a waiting time for many of us. But the important thing in all this waiting is trust. The trust that Joseph and Mary showed when they brought their child to the temple. The trust that Simeon and Anna showed when they waited and waited all those long years. Trusting God's timetable and not their own. Trust that the refining fire is not going to destroy us, but as the hymn says, it's only meant to consume our dross and refine our gold. Trust that we're being prepared to be truly free as the Israelites spent 40 years in the wilderness before they were ready to be God's free people. And trust above all that we're not here on our own. So when we came into the holy space carrying our lights, it wasn't just us bringing our light, but we came realizing and recognizing and symbolizing that Christ comes into this space with his light. He was already here before us, and we are just in a process of being ever more able to recognize and to follow him. And when we're ready, then we too, like Simeon, will be set free to love him, to serve him, to bring his light out into a dark world, and to say every day, and especially on our final day, with perfect peace, Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. <laughs>